Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. It's time to play like a jet with your host, Scott Mason. Play like a jet. What does that mean? I made it clear that my intention was to play, and my intention was to play for the New York Jets. Rodgers going for it all, looking to bring it open. He's got it! Let's Rodgers snaps it quick, scrambles to his right, pumps and runs, and Rodgers is inside the pylon! Allen has time, intercepted, Sauce Gardner's got it, breaking away, Garrett Wilson, Wilson a big play downfield! Allen, tripped up, he could not get past Jermaine Johnson, oh look at the speed of Brees Hall, he's done it again! Brees Lightning! 62 yards for the touchdown. And he's sacked again by Quinton Williams. What a beast. Number 95 for the Jets. Listen, thank you. This is Play Like a Jet. My name is Scott Mason. You can follow me on Twitter at PlayLikeAJet1 with our friend who covers the Jets for JetNation.com. He's the editor over there. Glenn Naughton. Glenn, thanks so much for coming back on. Happy to do it. Great time. I posted something on Twitter and I thought this would be interesting. I know you're not as into baseball mm-hmm. anymore, but be a big baseball guy and i posted if you could take any picture at any point in the history of baseball for a must win game who would you pick and there were a lot of interesting choices somebody picked andy pettit which kind of surprised me i like andy pettit really good pitcher but if i had to have a win he's not the guy i'm picking because he's just nowhere close to the best pitchers i mean a hall of fame caliber pitcher couple of people chimed in with Nolan Ryan. Saw some people say Bob Gibson. That's a respectable choice. To me, it's Pedro Martinez, best pitcher I've ever seen. But there are a lot of other great pitchers you could have picked. Sandy Koufax, as I said, Nolan Ryan is somebody that you could have gone with. Roger Clemens, Randy Johnson, Walter Johnson, Cy Young. A lot of these guys are before people's times. Don Drysdale. Guys like that, or if you want to get a little more current, obviously you could go with somebody like Clayton Kershaw. I still think it's Pedro Martinez. If you look at Pedro at his peak, the end of his run with the Expos, and then what he did with the Red Sox, just unbelievable. He had an ERA of like 1.7 
a whip of like 0.7. And one year he had 313 strikeouts in 213 innings. Think about how crazy that is. He had 13 complete games too, which in this era is just absolutely bonkers. So that's who I would go with, Pedro Martinez. But a lot of choices that you could certainly credibly go with. Who would you select, Glenn, if you had to pick one pitcher to pitch for you with everything on the line? Yeah, I've, I've had this conversation in years past when I was more, <clears throat> excuse me, I've had this conversation in years past when I was more into baseball. And my answer was either, it was always either Pedro or Randy Johnson. Like, give me one of those guys. Um, and probably, you know, if, if, if I don't know beforehand that the guy's going to have his best stuff, like give me Pedro, he was probably more consistent in that regard. And um, I'm saying probably because that's just how I remember it. Um, you know, Randy Johnson would have the, the odd game where he was completely out of whack, but, at, at their best, either one is shutting you out. Uh, but if I had to pick one, I, I I would agree and say Pedro because there have been, you know, as as good as Greg Maddox was, like the guy lost too many big games, even though they were close big games. Um, so many World Series games, like that Brave staff was such a weird anomaly. Like they didn't, nobody could hit them in the regular season, and then in the World Series, they would always do just enough to lose. Forgot about Greg Maddox, too. He wasn't the overwhelming power pitcher that somebody like Pedro, Randy Johnson, or Roger Clemens was. Right. But one of the greatest pitchers of all time, and you want to talk about accuracy, that guy could oh. put the ball anywhere. And those four guys were in their prime pretty much at the same time. Greg mm-hmm. Maddox, Johnson, Pedro Martinez, and Roger Clemens. Roger Clemens was a strange one, though, because he had two primes almost. He had the Red Sox prime. Then he sort of fell off a little bit. And then he had a resurgence, which I would guess probably was enhanced, shall we say. But still, we got the opportunity to watch those four guys who are four of the greatest of all time in their prime at the same time. He's very lucky to be able to see that. Yeah, well, the most incredible – and I I hated Greg Maddox with a passion ever since he uh, – when he didn't sign with the Yankees as a free agent, choosing the Braves over the Yankees. But – um Listen to this stat here. I, I heard this on Maddox, um, and just as you were talking about him, I looked it up. So 5,008 career innings pitched, okay? In 5,008 career innings pitched, Greg Maddox allowed batters a 3-0 count, 177 – no, sorry. He had – okay, so 310 times in his career, Greg Maddox got in the hole 3-0 to a hitter, and 177 of those – were intentional walks. So in huh. over in over five thousand innings, batters went to three zero against Maddox a hundred and thirty three times. Unbelievable! It's um, it's just that guy was a master. It was unreal to watch, and he he would have complete games where he throw eighty pitches. I'll tell you, man, you watch these pitchers, and there really is such an incredible skill to it. We talk about under the sun in sports in terms of what's beautiful, but Watching a guy pitch a masterpiece like that is one of the most fun things. I'm a football guy above everything else. Obviously, I do a a seven-day-a-week football podcast. Mm -hmm. You don't need to tell you that I'm a big football guy above everything. But watching a pitcher throw a gem like that, a real masterpiece, is as fun a sports experience as anything for me. I just love the artistry and the guy playing physical chess as well. They always say that in pro wrestling. Obviously, pro wrestling is a work, but they would say it's a chess match inside the squared circle. But the pitcher and the batter really is like a physical chess match. And it's incredible to watch how these pitchers can anticipate things. 
And think about how hard it is to hit a baseball. You've got that kind of movement. Some of these guys throwing 100 miles an hour, these curves, these drops, all of that. And you have, boom, that much time to decide whether or not to swing. It really is amazing. I understand people think baseball can be slow and boring and drawn out and all of that. Certainly valid criticisms. But when it's firing on all cylinders, when the batter is somebody who's a real master, like a Tony Gwynn or Barry Bonds or somebody, and the pitcher is one of the top guys like Greg Maddox, it really is incredible to watch. Yeah, it, it, you know, listen, it's 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 a shame baseball went the way it did because, you know, it was my first love. I started watching baseball a year or two before I started watching football. Um, I played for probably between Little League, high school, and some adult leagues. I probably played for, you know, 12, 13 years. And just absolutely love the game. It's a, it was a masterful game, but I lost interest. As it, it just it went downhill and it went too heavy on the analytics. And now it's just sort of home run derby with it's sort of like the uh, well, I guess they've changed the rules now because they made it like softball leagues where you'd have rovers and guys were moving all over the field and all the defenders would be on one side. Um, but I guess they've made that illegal now. But it's still just it, they've made it trash. But but look, people love home run derby, right? Now it's home run derby without fielders, whereas you know back in the day, home run derby was just a pitcher and the two batters. There's definitely a different vibe to the game. But I will say, for all the people that are traditionalists, and I am one to an extent, I love the pitch clock. I think it's a great innovation in the game. It speeds the game up. It takes away a lot of useless dead time. And for those that are complaining and saying, if you didn't like it, don't watch. Well, guess what? That was the problem. People weren't watching. Attendance is up. Viewership is up. Big part of the reason is now you don't have to worry about a three and a half hour game. These games are being played more in the two and a half to two hour and 45 minute range. And I think it's helped the sport a lot. So we'll see where it goes. But the first year seems to certainly be putting the sport on the right track. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. 
That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Play like a jet. Play like a jet. Next question comes in from AJ Tranzano. He asks, will there be a Play Like a Jet meetup this year? And when are you going to do a spinoff podcast where you go to pizza joints and review them like Barstool? First part of this, will there be a Play Like a Jet meetup? There might be. We're talking about it. I'll update as soon as I know something more. But it's something that's at least being discussed. As far as pizza, I can't do what you're talking about because it would be a blatant ripoff of the Barstool concept. However, we may be able to do something that's at least kind of similar, but in a different way where we would only do local spots. And I will say that one great resource for this is Roger Clark, the reporter from New York One, who's been on the show a couple of times. He's a big Jets fan, and he's a reporter who has been to all the different boroughs. So you want to talk about somebody who knows all the best spots everywhere in New York. Roger's the guy. So Maybe we'll put our heads together and try and do something like maybe the occasional short video where we go and not only just eat pizza, but we don't just say something along the lines of what they would say in Barstool, but give it a real thorough review, almost like a Siskel and Ebert of pizza type of thing. I don't know if we're going to do that, but if we were going to, it would be something like that. Don't know if we would have the time, but Glenn, I will say this, if there would ever be a really cool concept to do a podcast on that had nothing to do with sports. It would be going to different pizza places and trying out the pizza. That's a win-win for everybody. Yeah. I'll tell you what, man, I, uh, that, that bar stool <laughs> bar stool was really hit on something with those pizza reviews. I I'm when I first found them, I was like, I was addicted. I would sit there and I'd be like, I can't believe I'm watching all these videos of a dude eating pizza and talking about it. <laughs> but, uh, but some of them are so great. Some of the, the interactions with the, with the folks walking by, <laughs> Love how he can never name a dog right and talks about how great he is at guessing dogs' names. Um, just little stuff like that that's hilarious. Um, and listen, there's there's not a lot of topics. If you can get pizza involved into anything, it makes it better. Um, and a show about pizza, a podcast about pizza would be would be absolutely fantastic. But um, yeah, I, I I love what Barstool does, and I love the idea of uh, of getting together for some, for some type of uh, a pizza outing. Yeah, it's true. I saw there was an article talking about how New York City might be limiting the capacity of coal fry. Oh, God. And I don't want to get into that issue too much, but I did see somebody tweet out something that really made me laugh. said, no matter where you stand on any issue, no matter where you come from, any state, any country, we all need to unite as humanity. Even those of you who are big enough monsters that you think pineapple should be on pizza or you losers who think deep dish pizza is real pizza, we all have to band together and save our pizza. It made me laugh when I saw that. Yeah, it's so true. I mean, listen, if we can't come together on pizza, then we're, we're lost as a nation. <laughs> we're lost as a world if we can't come exactly, together. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Next question comes in from my buddy Dominic D'Angelo, who is the co-host of the Rob Van Dam Show, one of a kind. Great podcast. If you love Rob Van Dam, like any wrestling fan does, you should check it out. He also does the social media for MLW, which is my favorite current wrestling promotion. He asks, should the Jets retire the number of Vinny Testaverde or at least put him in the ring of honor? <laughs> we all love Vinny Testaverde. They definitely shouldn't retire his number. And I don't think he belongs in the ring of honor. He gave the Jets one awesome year in 98. And after that, he was fine. But 
He was nowhere near good enough to be in the Ring of Honor. Wasn't even league average for most of the time that he was with the Jets, if we're being honest about it, other than 1998. So as much as we all like Vinny Testaverde, and certainly we have a fond place in our hearts for him because of what happened in 1998, and he's a local kid, no, you can't put him in the Ring of Honor. Yeah, the, the zero longevity there, you know. But but it it is. I think if you if if we were to create a graph, if there was some a way to to, to measure, you know how how much a player is loved, and and measure it somehow against how little time they played, Vinny might be at the top of that list. Like he was really only a Jet for a couple of years, and he's absolutely loved by the fan base. As you said, being you know being local always helps. Um, that team was so close to a Super Bowl that it's just nauseating that they didn't get there. But uh, Vinny is, is truly, you know, beloved by the fans, but retiring his number with, you know, a couple of years of production, you just can't do that. Next question comes in from Mark Smith, who is one of the legendary tailgaters for Buffalo Bills games up in Buffalo. Got to meet Mark when I went to the Jets-Bills game last year up in Buffalo. He's a really good dude, so I'm glad to see him write in with this question. He asks, who's a better cook? Drew from Rockpile Report or Iman? Now, if you don't know this, Iman, who you should follow on Twitter because he has some awesome food takes, and also he makes some tremendous barbecue products. Iman is typically the head chef of the Rockpile Report cookout that happens before Bill's games. However, the week that I went was the one week that Iman could not be there. So, Mark, I cannot in good conscience answer this question. I have a hunch that Iman is a better cook. But I've yet to experience his food for myself because I believe Drew and I don't remember who else, but I know Drew was the main one who cooked the food when I was there and it was fine. But I've heard so many things about how good Iman's food is that I'm really looking forward to testing it out when we go up to Buffalo again this year. At least that's the tentative plan. I got to say, Glenn, these guys take their tailgate seriously. I've never seen this before. The Rockpile Report boys, Drew and Mark, they have a tailgate menu, a tailgate menu. I've never seen that. Usually it's just bring whatever you got. We'll throw stuff on the grill. Nope. They have a tailgate menu, and I think they even do requests and all of that. So I will tell you this. If you're ever up in Buffalo for a Jets-Bills game, that is the place to be before the game. It is at the Rockpile Report tailgate. And so, Mark, answering your question, Drew did a fine job. But I have a hunch that after I taste the food that Iman prepares – when I go this time, Iman is going to clearly surpass Drew. Yeah, listen, a, a tailgate menu is definitely some next level stuff. And I know, <laughs> you know, I, I've only been up for one Jets Bills game. Um, of course, it was the the disastrous Week 16 loss under Todd Bowles. Um, so not not the fondest of memories. And then I had to drive straight home after that game to Philly. Well, you know, just outside Philly. So that was a in a snowstorm. So that was that was a fantastic day. Um, and that, and that's with hitting a deer and getting a speeding ticket on my way to the game. Yeah. I talked last year about how I sat with Chris Walker at the Jets game on national TV when they played the Jaguars just after Christmas. And we sat in a hailstorm and the Jets got killed and Zach Wilson got booed off the field and all of that. And the Jets season basically ended that day. But as bad as that was, it's nothing compared to to do what you had to do after the game it's the embarrassing loss and then everything that happens after that because you're like oh man that loss is terrible in my case at least i could just go home and go to sleep you had to get on the road and do that long trip which is so much next question comes in from say my name if 
He asks, do you think Corey Davis is truly an average wide receiver or has he had average quarterback play for so long? It's limited what he actually is or could be. I think Corey Davis is probably an average to slightly above average wide receiver. He's a good player, but I just don't think he's anything special. He's not a guy that you're ever going to look at as a number one receiver. I think he's at best a low caliber two receiver. He's really more of a high end three at this point. He certainly has never lived up to being the fifth pick in the draft, which is where Tennessee picked him. He's been underwhelming here with the Jets. When he's been healthy, he's been fine, but he has been hurt. There's been the drops. This year, I'll be curious to see, though, because like you said, this will be the first year that Corey Davis will really have top-notch quarterback play, especially with the Jets. Even in Tennessee, it's not like he had great quarterback play. But with the Jets, if Aaron Rodgers holds up and he's anything close to what he's been throughout the course of his career, it'll be the best quarterback play he's had. And so maybe having Aaron Rodgers, maybe having a full season of Garrett Wilson there, maybe having Alan Lazard there will help lift him a little bit. But as of right now, I would say he's an average to slightly above average starting wide receiver. Nothing more than that. Not that he's been bad, but he hasn't lived up to what was expected of him when he was drafted so high. People expected him to be an elite wide receiver. When you pick a guy that high, you're looking for a Jalen Waddle, a Jamar Chase, somebody like that, and he certainly hasn't been that. I think uh, I think he's one of those one of those guys. that's going to be we're, we're going to find out a lot about him this year. You know, if if, the, if he finally agrees to, um, you know, I'm sure the. The Jets are asking him about a pay cut, but I saw someone the other day say, you know, oh, his, you know, his ceiling is 700 yards. And I'm like, he, he was just under a thousand, uh, the year before the Jets signed him, you know, he had 984 yards in 2020. And, you know, as, you know, as, as we've seen, he, he did miss a couple of games. So really had he played those final two games, he probably hits a thousand. He had 891 yards his second year. So I really do think that if he stayed healthy and, if he plays a full season with Aaron Rodgers, he could have a monster year. But, you know, the, the number one obstacle to that is that he's going to co- be competing with uh, Alan Lazard for reps, who, as we discussed on the previous show, you know, he, he's Aaron Rodgers chosen guy. So how many reps Corey Davis will get, we'll see. But I would say, listen, health has obviously been the biggest issue. He missed seven games last year. He missed eight the year before. He missed uh, four games the year before that. Um, no, sorry, two games the year before that. Um, so he, he's kind of regularly missing time but i would say at his best and healthy i would say he's an above average receiver glenn naughton the editor at jetnation.com and the co-host of jet nation radio thank you so much for coming on and answering some mailbag questions with me really appreciate it for those that want to check out everything you're doing over at jet nation and hear you on jet nation radio how can they do that uh yeah check us out jet nation radio jetnation.com first of all check out the forums most active independent Jets message board on the web. Uh, you can catch me on Twitter at JNR underscore Glenn. Uh, I do. Well, I'm actually just doing solo stuff right now because I have other things going on. But you can check us out Thursday nights live at the moment. It's Dylan Terriman and Chris Schubert of the Draft Network um, doing our live Thursday night shows at 630. Uh, give us a follow on Facebook on our Jet Nation page and uh, you'll get alerts whenever they put one out. And I'm just I'm just taking pot shots. Whenever an issue comes up that's worth talking about, I'll do a quick 10, 15 minutes on it. And hopefully sometime here in the next couple months, I'll be back on the regular rotation with the Thursday and Friday nights. Every time something pops up that tickles Glenn's fancy, he'll do it live. He'll go and do a live video <laughs> up there. So make sure you check out everything he's doing over at Jet Nation Radio. And of course, 
Nation.com. Check out everything we've got going on over at PlayLikeAJet.com and the Play Like a Jet YouTube channel. We've got awesome all 22 breakdowns up there right now. So watch our videos and subscribe if you haven't already. YouTube.com slash PlayLikeAJet. Visit our store, tpublic.com. That's T-E-E-Public.com. We've got the John Franklin Myers, Quentin Williams, Bless You, Thank You shirt, the Play Like a Jet logo shirt, caps, mugs, hoodies. It's all there, tpublic.com. That's T-E-E-Public.com. And be sure to give us a five-star review for the podcast on iTunes. If you haven't done that already, easy way to help out the show if you like what we're doing. It doesn't take you much time. It doesn't cost you any money, but it goes a long way to help us out. So if you could go ahead and do that for us, we'd be quite grateful. And for the latest and greatest in New York Jets podcasts and content, you know where to go. That's Play Like a Jet Digital and PlayLikeAJet.com. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.